In episode number 240, I showed you how to add sorting to a table and pagination, and there's also some searching, and this all happens through Ajax. Now, one of the big problems with Ajax is that the URL here does not change, which means that the back button in the browser, well, it doesn't work. You can't go back and get to earlier functionality, and you also can't bookmark this page or copy the URL and expect it to come to the same result that you see here. Now this is really a common problem for adding any Ajax functionality to a site, and it would be nice if we can get around this. Well, let me show you how in this episode. Now you may know that I've already covered this topic in episode 175, where I showed you how to do Ajax history and bookmarks through changing the URL. So here's the technique I showed in that episode, where when I click next page, it updates this through Ajax, and also updates the URL to include the page information in the anchor tag, so that if you reload the page here, for example, it stays on page three, and the back button works as well. So it goes to page two and back to page one. Now this is all works fairly well, but it gets very complicated in more complex scenarios like we have here, where we have a search and sorting also on the same page. Now there's a technique I first saw on GitHub in its file browser here. Now notice if I click on a folder here, you can see that it updates the page dynamically through Ajax, but notice it also updates the URL here dynamically through JavaScript without just using an anchor tag option. This is a much nicer solution because we automatically get reloading behavior and bookmarks and the back button works as well, and everything's automatically updated through Ajax. Now GitHub made a blog post about this topic, which I recommend you check out. Now the technique they use only works in the later versions of Safari, Chrome, and Firefox 4, but I think it's definitely worth using when it's available because it's much nicer. And notice here's the how they got it to work. Basically, this is the magic function here, history.pushState, and pass in some details. And there's also an event callback called popState, which allows you to um, also add behavior when the user pushes the back button. And they have all kinds of links for useful documentation on this blog post as well. All right, so going back to our original application, let's see how easy it is to add this functionality to the Ajax on this page. So it works for table sorting, pagination, and the searching. So this is the JavaScript that I created in episode number 240 to add the Ajax functionality here. Now, if you aren't familiar with what you see here, I recommend you check out episode 240 for more details. And I'm using jQuery here, but this technique will basically work the same as pr prototype for as regarding the, um, the push state history function, because that's basically uh, just pure JavaScript in the browser. All right, so what you see in the code right here is the Ajax functionality for the sorting and pagination links. So let's add um, the history push state call in here. So history.pushState. Mozilla has some nice documentation on this push state function, which I recommend you check out. For example, here's that push state method documentation, and notice it takes three parameters here. Uh, the first is a state object, which can be anything, and that's going to be returned in the event callback um, that if you pass anything in here. And then there's a title, which will be the new title for the history element. Apparently Firefox currently ignores that. And then there's also the URL, which you want the new um, state to be. So back inside our JavaScript, let's add those three arguments here into this push state call. The first one, I don't really need a state object to pass in for now, so I'm just going to set this to null. And then the second one is common to be an empty string. It's going to be the title of the history elements. 
Uh, and then the third one is going to be the URL that the history goes to. So in this case, we'll use this.href, and that'll be the href attribute on the anchor tag. All right, let's check out our page and see what this one little change does for us. If you notice, if we click on an Ajax link here, it dynamically updates the page through Ajax. However, it's also changing the URL here to whatever we've passed into the push state call. So it works the same way for pagination too. What this means is that bookmarks, you know, copying and pasting the link or reloading this page here just all automatically works because it's all pointing to the same page, even though this is dynamically being updated through Ajax. But the back button does not quite work yet because we aren't listening to the pop state event. So let's bind to the pop state event here in jQuery. We just call window bind to the pop state event. And let's add a function call here. And in here, we just need to update our list of products, which is basically the same thing that we're doing here. And instead of this.href, because that refers to the anchor tag up there, what we want is just location.href because our URL will change before this pop state is triggered. All right, let's give this a try by clicking on a few links here on our page. Then when we click the back button, it's going to trigger that pop state event and then update our list of products by just sending it an Ajax call with that same URL as the current location. There we go. Now what about the search functionality? If we type in a search inside of here, it's not going to update the URL dynamically, and if we hit reload, we lose our search. So we want to keep our search through the Ajax call. Going back to our JavaScript, you can see right here is where we're performing that Ajax request when a search is uh, typed in. And so we want to do push state in here as well. Now we need to specify the URL here, which is going to be a combination of the form action and the serialized data. So we'll just append these two together. And actually, because we don't have uh, a query question mark parameter, we'll need to add that into the URL as well. And you might need to customize this behavior depending on what the action URL really is. All right, let's try this out by typing something in our search term. And notice now it dynamically updates the URL here to include our search term. And if you notice, if we hit the back button, well, we do get different behavior. It's slightly changing our search term here, but it's just one character at a time because I'm calling that function each time a character is typed. But we don't really want this behavior. Instead, we want to use something to automatically replace the current state instead of pushing a new state for each character. And to get this behavior, all you have to do is change the push state call to replace state, and then it will replace the current state instead of adding another one for each time this function is called. So now notice if we type in a search term in this new browser window here, uh, our search happens and the URL is dynamically updated. However, we don't have any back functionality here because we're still on our first um, history state in this window. Uh, there's no additional history um, being added with the push state because replace state is used here. Now this isn't quite the functionality I would like ideally. I would like when the user starts typing then it does push state and then every time from then on it does replace state. However, that functionality is a little bit out of the scope of this episode, but that's something to be aware of if you're adding this kind of thing. Now what about the title for each of these states? Now if you click on a few links here, I'm adding some more states to our history, and if I right click, 
actually click and hold, you notice that it's just using the URL for each of the pages here. I would prefer it to have the title of each of the pages um, display some useful information for them to go back. So we can do this by setting the second argument as the title we want it to be in this push state call. Now the question is, how do we get the title to be something useful? Uh, what I like to do is update the document title some other way and then just call document title here. So that way it matches whatever the current title is. And we'll do the same inside when we do a search. So now we just have to adjust our document's title inside the index JavaScript template, which I created in episode 240. So let's set the document title to, and I'll just paste this in because it's quite a bit of code, but basically I just want to set the title to include our search parameter if we have it, and which direction the products are being sorted, along with the page number. So that way includes all the details that we might change through Ajax. All right, so going to our products list here, we can try clicking on a few links, change our pagination, doing a search, and then notice that the title is being updated dynamically here. And if we click and hold the back button, it includes all the details inside of here as well. Very nice. I'm pretty happy with the functionality of this application now, but we've been assuming that this history push state call is available in the user's current browser, which is only a handful of the latest browsers so far. So what we should do is check if this is not available and then change our behavior otherwise. Uh, what I like to do is just disable the Ajax if it's not available, but you might wanna change that functionality in your application. So to do that in this case, we could just do a check if history and history push state is available, then we'll just add our Ajax behavior. Otherwise, if not, it'll fall back to um, you know, degrade gracefully to just doing traditional HTML links. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you found it useful. I realize the content wasn't specific to Rails, it was more about JavaScript, but I think it deals a lot with uh, what you'll find in most Rails applications if you're dealing with Ajax. And I finally am very excited because Ajax gets to be on the same level as normal traditional links when we have the ability to change the URL, get bookmarks and back buttons working properly.